to the Fantasy Football Fools Podcast with your hosts, Jesse, Eliseo, and Brandon. We're here to talk some football from the Fools perspective. How are you guys doing today? Great. Pleasure to be here. And we're back. Football is back. I'm so excited. We already had the Hall of Fame game. What did you guys think about that? I didn't get to watch it, so it was probably good. Might have been the best Raiders win that they'll have all season. So, uh, <laughs> oh, already, oh. already started, already started. All right. Um, Shots fired! Shots fired! <laughs> uh, all right. What's on the agenda for today? All right. Today we're going to be talking about the off-season trades and acquisitions, some rookies, and the toughest division in the NFL. Easy. Let's start with those offseason trades. What do you guys think about the big one, of course, Russell Wilson? Is that the big one? Broncos country, let's ride. <laughs> oh, God. I hate Russell Wilson. I'm going to start here. All right, I, good start. He just has these signature phrases, and he says the same stuff over and over again. Um, he just drives me crazy off the field. He's like this. It's like he's reading a teleprompter the entire time. Uh, it drives me crazy, but we're not here to talk about what he does off the field. We're here to talk about what he does on the field. Um, I think it's a huge addition for Denver. Um, you know, he came from Seattle where they were kind of running the ball a lot. They had the phrase, let Russ cook, and uh, they never really let him do it. He had some some seasons where he started off hot, and then they'd start running the ball a ton. Um, now he goes to Denver. They have a ton of weapons there. He's such an improvement over Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater, whoever was the quarterbacks last season. So I think it's a big addition for Denver, and all their skill players are going to benefit greatly from it. Yeah, I think you're right. They are going to benefit from it. But how much, though? Like, really? I know everybody's like, oh, my God, they're going to win the division now. And that's a tough division, so I don't think they're going to win it. But I think they're getting more credit than they deserve, honestly. And Russ is really good. He's a good player. But I think that they're getting way more credit than they deserve. Those those receivers were really good. And they're like, they just need a good quarterback. And they could do so much better. They do have the potential. But they, they're not, like, completely proven yet. So we could prove it this year. We'll, we'll see. And, I mean, one of them's already hurt, you know. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Also, I know they, uh, they don't let Russ cook thing in Seattle. But, I mean, when they did, he did really well. But... Like, he also could have just, I mean, there's no, there's obviously times where he had to audible or do stuff like that. And then at those times, he, he wasn't cooking very well. I don't know if he was letting the food burn or what, but it wasn't, I mean, he had great weapons there too. You're talking about the weapons in Denver, but he had great receivers in Seattle. The, the, the one more thing I want to add to it, though, is uh, part of that might have been coaching and play calling. And in Denver, they just got a new coach, Nathaniel Hackett. He was the offensive coordinator in Green Bay. So I think you'll see a lot of that Green Bay system kind of move over to Denver. So kind of how Aaron Rodgers spread it out, throw, throw the ball a lot. I think you're going to see a lot of that with, with him in Denver now. You know, I think he's a safe quarterback. He has, I think he has limited upside um, because I do, I do think those receivers are, are going to do well, but, but only so well. And they're going to run the ball. They're going to run the ball in Denver as well. I, I, in Green Bay, they run the ball too. So, you know. He's no Aaron Rodgers. But you know what? Every year he has been a QB1 so far. So I don't think that's going to change anytime. Yeah, exactly. Soon. It's like I don't think that's I don't think he's going to go up higher than he has been, you know, or any lower than he has been. I don't I, and obviously Denver will do better with him, but I don't think that it's going to be so much better that it's like, you know. And maybe he can ride better than he can cook. I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. <laughs> All right, moving on. Deshaun Watson. Oh. That, you know, unless we don't even need to talk about the off the field stuff. I mean, we do, you know, it's going to be a six game suspension. It could be more. But uh, what do you think about that move? 
uh, ballsy, maybe? I don't know. If and when he plays, uh, Cleveland will do well because he's a mobile quarterback and Cleveland is a running team. So it reminds me of like what Washington had back with the, uh, like in the RG3 days. You know, I think that kind of formula would work for them there if he plays. Yeah, so I think, obviously, he's been given a six-game suspension. The NFL appealed it, um, and I think they're shooting for a season-long suspension. So everything I've kind of read seems to be like a 12-game suspension is kind of where they're going to settle. So for fantasy purposes, it's not really relevant. Um, The one kind of random thing that I did see on the Internet, and I love the Internet, um, the National Massage Therapist Convention is happening in Cleveland this month. <laughs> True story. Jokes. <laughs> Jokes. They write themselves. <laughs> well, if he's not on the field, we, we know where, he'll be, where he will be. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's, that's all I got to say about, about uh, Deshaun Watson. No one's drafted him. I mean, maybe some people are. I'm not. Uh, Matt Ryan went to Atlanta, to Indianapolis. I think he'll be fine. I don't think he's going to be anything special, but, I, I mean, I think – you know, a lot of people will benefit from him being there. Uh, Pittman, for sure, I think is going to. I feel like this is a bigger move, uh, in a sense, than the Russell Wilson move. You know, we're talking about, like, he could, you know, of course they're going to do better with him, but, like, the amount of of improvement that will be Denver, I don't think is going to be as big as this move right here. I think Matt Ryan is going to do really well in Indy, because he has a good running back, and he's got you know res- like a couple of receivers that, that will do okay. But I think the improvement that he can make in Indianapolis is more than the improvement than Russ will make in Denver. That's a hot the- take right there. Hot take. <laughs> I, I think to kind of piggyback on that, yeah, I think this is a better like NFL move than it is a fantasy move. Yeah. I think this make. I mean, he's too, better yeah. than Carson Wentz, right? Yes. He's, he's a professional. He's like an adult. Like I think you just have an adult in the room. That's going to help them uh, win some more games. I don't think he necessarily makes this huge addition to any fantasy team or anything like that. Um, I think the uh, the only fantasy thing that's going to happen is all those like uh, like just dumping the ball off to to, to Jonathan Taylor. That's gonna, I think there's going to be a lot of checking down, you know, and because he did that already in Atlanta, and I think that that's going to be really good for him too, though, because you think about it, is like chuck down touchdowns are still touchdowns. So I think I think he'll uh, be more relevant this year than he was before. With Do you think the they're going to run the ball less or more? The same. I think they'll still run the ball a lot. I think they just might convert more third downs with the better quarterbacks. Maybe they get some more plays, but I think they're still running the ball a lot yeah. and just be kind of throwing on some additional downs. So, yeah, again, I think better professional move than fantasy move, but I think that helps the Indianapolis offense overall. Yeah. Baker Mayfield, Cleveland to Carolina. Does anyone care? I think, <laughs> I think uh, he is a season or two away from becoming a backup. So I don't think there's much to say there. Yeah, I think the only thing, I think he's better, again, kind of like Matt Ryan, he's better than what was there. I think he's better than yeah. Sam Darnold. Yeah. Um, so slight improvement if you have you know Christian McCaffrey, some of those things, maybe, again, it gives them additional plays. They convert a few more plays. He wasn't healthy last year. It was kind of a separated shoulder or something that he played through. So maybe he's a little bit healthier and he plays a little bit better and he's a little bit better than Sam Darnold. But, again, Carolina's not a very good football team. I think he can be a good quarterback. I, I think that he was on his way. But I, I don't know. There's something something with him uh, that, that maybe we, we, we don't see. 100%. Yeah, it's that he's not good. He's, he's making too many commercials. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. He was like the Russell Martin of football. 
You know, Russell Martin was in L.A. with I the Dodgers and was like, yeah, he was like all about the Hollywood life rather than the baseball game, and that's why it huh? kind of went down for him. You, you didn't know that? I don't know. Yeah, that was the thing. He was like too into the Hollywood scene, and so his game started. You know, so I feel like this is what he is. It's like he'd rather be popular than good. Maybe Baker will cook this year. We'll you see. mean bake? <laughs> Cooking bacon is it's all it's all relevant. Uh, Carson Wentz, Indianapolis to Washington. Yeah, so we touched on him earlier in <laughs> Indianapolis, and we said what an upgrade it was to bring Matt Ryan in, and obviously Matt Ryan not a great quarterback, so. Um, talk about him being better than Carson Wentz kind of tells you all you need to know about Carson Wentz. Yeah, he's like barely hanging on. I think this is the end of the line for him, I think. Yeah. Washington is barely hanging on <laughs> in a lot of ways, uh, I think. Uh, Terry McLaurin, better or worse because of him? Probably worse. I'm going to say better, and this was something I saw too. Uh, if you can, I mean, name me a Washington quarterback that Terry McLaurin's played with. This might be honestly <laughs> Actually, the, best the best quarterback yeah. he's played with, which is but is it really the, embarrassing. Like when you can't think of a, like, oh, who did they play with? Is it, I mean, they're obviously bad, but you can't remember how bad they were. Now, Carson Wentz, we all remember how bad he's been. We also so remember how good he was. He was almost the MVP of the league before he got hurt and Philly that won that first Super Bowl. Year. Yeah, that first yeah, year. Yeah, so, I mean, maybe there's was, some potential there. He's but. never been the same after that, so you put him on a worse team, and he's going to be worse, I think. I yeah, know. but it can't get worse for McLaurin. He's had terrible quarterback play his whole career. I agree. Uh, moving on to running backs, we have Chase Edmonds went from Arizona to Miami. Who Mi- didn't go to Miami? I know. The backfield <laughs> I was going to say, so let's just crazy. lump these next two together, him and Mostert, right? Yeah, Both, Mostert's uh, also there, yes. From San Francisco to Miami. So Along with 12 I, other people. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know what to do with the Miami back. I think they added Sony Michelle also. Yeah. They still yeah. have Miles Gaskin. Um, There's too I, many. Yeah, and the, the other thing to that, too, is their, their new coach is uh, Mike McDaniel. He was the running backs coach in San Francisco and San Francisco's always been a crap shoot with running backs. Yep. Um, so who knows? I mean, you, maybe That's you gamble, why he loaded up on them. You gamble on one and you hope that it pays off, but you just never know which one it's going to be. Or if you gamble on one and then down the line, you're able to pick up another one. At least you have a, you know, 50, 50, 50 chance, I guess, but yeah, maybe you'll get lucky. It's most might things. give you like one or two good games before he gets hurt. Like he always does. And then, yeah, who knows what they do after that? So it's yeah. Wide yeah. open crapshoot. Good luck. If you take one of those guys. Yeah. Drafting those people. Oh, you're always, good luck. Uh, Ronald Jones, Tampa Bay to Kansas city. What do, you think of, what do you think about Kansas? I mean, Kansas city backfield is kind of, I mean, Clyde Edwards, Alaire is not as advertised. So I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take this one. So <laughs> I have, you know, I took Clyde Edwards Alaire in the first round a couple years ago. He had like one great game to start the season. He's been dog shit ever since. Um, and then I've always been a big Ronald Jones fan, and he just could never quite get over the hump. Now they're both on the same team, and I think I finally learned my lesson. I want nothing to do with any of them. The hard thing is, is that that offense is so good that you just want to get a piece of it, but you don't know which piece to take. And, and that's kind of where I'm at with, with, with uh, Ronald Jones. Yeah, it's unfortunate because you're right. Like, Ronald Jones was almost there. And you're like, oh, this this guy's going to make it. He's going to make it. And then all of a sudden, he just kind of stalled out and didn't really do much. But of the two, who would you take? If you were like, well, I could take one of these guys now. It's kind of like the, the best choice I've had in this round. Of Jones or Edwards Alaire? Well, the thing is, I think you can get Jones maybe a couple rounds after you get yeah. Edwards Alaire. So in yeah. terms of value, gosh, I... I think I'd, I'd have to take Clyde Edwards-Alaire. He's going to be the starter, I'll ta- I believe. I'll take Jones. So. I, I don't think I'd take either. I just, 
That's the right feel like there's a guy above right or below right. that I'd rather have. Yeah, I just. So I if think you we're, had to, if you absolutely had to, if I had to, I'm probably taking Jones because we've seen Alaire as as the lead back, and there just hasn't been much there. So yeah. maybe Jones, new teams, something sparks and now it, it gets it might, going. But I was gonna say, but I don't even think it matters in in uh, like PPR leagues. Jones isn't gonna catch anything. So then you might think like, oh, Hilaire, but but they never throw him the ball. Yeah, Ever. Yeah. And there's got to be a reason for that. In Kansas City, we'll, we'll touch Tyree, a Tyree Kill's gone, so th- those are going somewhere. That's what I was going to say. We're, we're going to talk a lot about Kansas City coming up, and I got another one in our uh, – when we talk about rookies, I added one to the list that, way that we don't have that I want to talk about too that could be a potential running back. I think I know who you're talking about. All right, moving on to wide receivers. Of course, the big one that I love and you love, and uh, you're not really a Raider fan, but – Well, he claims – You still love I love anyway. Devontae yeah, Adams. Of course, though. Devontae Adams – Green Bay to the Raiders. Uh, you know, Derek Carr has been a consistent quarterback, Hall of Famer to Hall of Famer. <laughs> uh, he is the most underrated quarterback in the league. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, not, he's not the greatest, but he's definitely by far not the worst, and I think this is going to def- hopefully put him into the next category. What do you so, think? Yeah, so I think uh, wide receivers is kind of, as we look at the list, there's just a ton of movement and a ton of, for fantasy purposes, probably the most impactful of all the positions that we have here. Um, Devontae Adams, yeah, huge move. One of the top, you know, three receivers in the league last season. Obviously, moves over to the Raiders. Uh, Derek Carr, former college teammate. So there's definitely some chemistry there. Um, I think I'm slightly down on Devontae Adams, only in the sense that he was a top three guy with Aaron Rodgers, and that chemistry is unbelievable. Watching those guys play is insane. So maybe he's the fourth or fifth receiver, so you're slightly down on him, but he's still one of the the first wide receivers to go just because of how talented he is. Yeah, and uh, also because there's a lot more targets in in, uh, Las Vegas than there were in Green Bay. Like there's Darren Waller. Renfro. Oh, a lot more. Yeah, other like guys a, take. Other I thought guys you meant again. there's more targets. I'm like, oh my god, he took all the targets <laughs> yeah. in Green Bay. No, no, that's so what I'm saying. It's I like he's got to share them. More guys to spread the ball. Yeah, and out so too. that's why he he will probably drop a bit, but he's still going to be like you say. He'll still be like the top five for sure. Yeah, and I hope Carr spreads the bar. Carr has actually been someone who targets one person a lot in his career, but he has the he ha- he has people. I mean, since Crabtree and Amari Cooper. Uh, that's really they haven't really had anybody, you know, that that can get the job done. Uh, Devontae, everybody loves him, of course. He's gonna go quick in your draft. Tyreek Hill, Kansas City to Miami. I mean, it's Tyreek Hill, but he's on Miami. What what do you think? Yeah, so that's another one where I think you're definitely downgrading the quarterback. Um, this one more so than the last one. So from we talked about going from Rodgers to Carr. Now we're going from uh, Mahomes to Tua Tagovailoa. Um, that and we talked about this with the running backs. That Miami offense is so intriguing to me. Um, with now Hill and Waddle, similar types of players, right? Little fast burner speed guys. All the running backs we mentioned earlier. Um, he's still a game breaker. He still get the ball in his hand. He's going to make something happen. Um, but again, in terms of fantasy, slight downgrade. Don't, don't quite know what to expect. Again, still might be a top 10 guy, just maybe towards the bottom half of the 10 than the upper half of the 10 where he has been uh, in the past with Mahomes. And, you know, you know, with Mahomes, he was like a kind of like a feast or famine kind of guy. He would score 30 points and then like two of the next week. I think it's going to be that times 100, you know, where it's like now it's going to be even more extreme. Even though it was already extreme, I think it's going to be even more extreme now. And I think those like – before when he got like those 30 point games will now be like 
20 point games. He's not going to go as high, you know, but he could go. I guess he can't really go I mean, lower. He, he than doesn't him. really have a ceiling is, is the great part. Uh, but yeah, his floor can, I've had him on my teams and his floor can be down there also because. Um, well, no, did, what I'm saying is now he does have a ceiling. Yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I get you. I get what you're saying. Yeah. And uh, of course, two, he's not going to be as good. But he's got that speed. If he still has that speed, then, yeah, he's, he's going to be someone who can win you a week. Uh, Amari Cooper, Dallas to Cleveland. Yeah, I this, – This is an interesting one. Had Deshaun Watson been playing this year, then I think he's so much more intriguing as the number one option there. Um, you think of what, you know, DeAndre Hopkins did with Deshaun Watson in Houston. Um, he's a talented passer. They're going to find somebody in – Cleveland just really doesn't have a lot of pass catchers. I mean, Jarvis Landry's not there anymore. Um, I think they have Donovan Peoples-Jones, maybe. Again, they're, they're a heavy running team, but when they throw the ball, I think it would have gone to Amari Cooper, but now without Deshaun Watson for 6, 12, a full season, whatever that is, um, I don't think you can take uh, Amari Cooper very high playing with Jacoby Brissett. No, I yeah. mean, he's going to get the targets, but it's still it, that offense is not going to be great. You know, when he played with the Raiders, he was supposed to be a number one receiver type. And he never really got there with the Raiders, so I don't know if he's built as a as a wide receiver one type of guy. So I don't know if because then when he went to Dallas, and again he was supposed to be a wide receiver one, and he was starting to get there, and then enter C.D. Lamb, and then Amari Cooper like disappeared, you know, and so he never really got to that one like that right. Uh, wide receiver one status I feel like he was almost there again like before we were talking so a player who's almost there about to make it and then he just kind of fizzles out into nothing so if you go from like Dallas where he was supposed to make it and didn't and then now going to this and a worse situation and also like to have I don't know if he can deal with that pressure of being the number one he couldn't do it in Las Vegas or Oakland at the time he couldn't do it in Dallas and now you're like downgrading everything so I feel like he's he's not the type to be a number one. He could be a number two if there was a number one present. And if it's just him, I don't think he's going to cut it. I mean, there's got to be a reason why he didn't stay in in Vegas and he didn't stay with the Cowboys, you know. So, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. He's still a good receiver, but uh, not on a good offense. Moving along, Marquise Brown. Isn't he already in trouble? <laughs> he did. He got busted for speeding, driving like 127 or something the other day. Yeah, him and him and Marshawn today. <laughs> so, yeah, another guy coming over from Baltimore. Um, I actually think I like him more. Um, running kind of from a run-first offense in Baltimore to a pass-first offense in Arizona. Um, Hopkins suspended for the first six games of the year, too. So he's kind of the default number one right now, I think. Um, they have some other guys, A.J. Green, Rondale Moore, um, but again, he's also a former college teammate of Kyler Murray, so there's kind of that connection already. Um, yeah, he's he's a burner. They like to throw the ball deep. I, I could see him, again, kind of having some spike weeks, having some weeks that he disappoints without scoring very many points, but I think I like him better now as a Cardinal than I did before as a Raven. I do you agree. Think, do you think the quarterback is an upgrade? Yes, from Lamar to Kyler. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Similar, but yeah, I think I think they throw the ball more. So it's in an upgrade Arizona. in yeah. terms of pass attempts. There's going to be more volume, I think. Yeah, I mean, he, he I, who, who do they have in Baltimore now? And they got Rashad. Yeah, Rashad Bateman. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's he, it. He's and, the only one. And Mark Andrews. They have, like, yeah. So they're going to run. I mean, Lamar's going to run. They're going to run the ball. That's what they do. Uh, Arizona, I mean, they pass a lot more. So I, I do like him more than I did with his previous team. 
Uh, let's move on. I was like, we, we missed one. That's what I was trying to tell you earlier. A.J. Brown. We oh, skipped over did. it. Yeah. Um, A.J. Brown, Tennessee to Philadelphia. That's a good one. <laughs> How did we miss that? Yeah, this is this is an interesting one. Um, I didn't love him in Tennessee. I don't really like Ryan Tannehill. Now he goes to, again, kind of another um, not great passer in Jalen Hurts. He likes to run the ball a lot. But he's so talented. When he stays healthy, he is an absolute beast. He's super talented. He's going to be the number one guy there. They have Devontae Smith on the other side. Um, I have mixed feelings on him. Again, not not a Tannehill might be a better passer than Hurts, but I think I like the Philly offense a little bit more. Um, Hurts has kind of been developing the last few years. I just, I don't know. I, I see him as kind of the same, maybe the wide receiver, you know, 10 to 12 range or so, kind of where he was in Tennessee, but... Certainly some upside. I'm curious to see what he looks like with Hurts now. I, I think if uh, they can get, you know, the offense together, they can get on the same page uh, with the routes and, and, and uh, him and Hurts, you know, can get it done, I think he's going to be better than he was uh, in Tennessee. I, I'm really – I'm liking A.J. Brown. Uh, I'm not going to take him as high as some other people probably, but uh, I think he has potential. Allen Robinson – Chicago to the Rams. So Allen Robinson. That's an upgrade for him. He's been consistent, but consistently not great. <laughs> he's been, yeah, he's been not, well, he wasn't great last year. A couple years before that, he actually was, yeah, I he, think, he, a he top was, yeah. 10, 12 receiver. And again, playing with horrible quarterbacks. Again, if we want to talk about Chicago yeah. quarterbacks, terrible, it's awful. Just, he doesn't have that upside. It's kind of just that steady. So now, yeah, he gets to play with Matthew Stafford again. He has some arm issues that um, have come out this week as well, but just that high-flying Rams offense. We saw kind of what Robert Woods did when he was there. When they got Odell Beckham last year, like, there's enough volume to go around. Cooper Cup, I don't think he can do what he did last year. I mean, his numbers were astronomical, and even if they come down, it's still going to be great numbers. But I think there's room for a second wide receiver in that offense. And if that's Allen Robinson, um, I think I think he, he could be pretty good. Do you yeah. think that Robinson is an upgrade from Beckham? I, I don't necessarily think it's an upgrade, but... Beckham came with his issues, and, and and I'm not sure, but I I want to say that Robinson is younger than Beckham. Uh, I could totally be wrong with that, but uh, also touching on Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup had the greatest fantasy uh, year of all time. I mean, you're talking about everybody who had 300 uh, point seasons. It was they were the number one for that season. And Debo Samuel had 300-point season last year. But nobody's talking about him because Cooper Cup had 366 points or whatever it was. It's ridiculous. He's not going to repeat that. And maybe that means that they're not going to throw the ball as much and there's not going to be as much upside. But I do like Robinson in general. Robinson is one year younger than Odell Beckham. Ah, I was right. Call me a fool. (laughs) Okay. Uh, We'll go over these other ones pretty quick here. Juju Smith-Schuster, Pittsburgh to Kansas City. He's the number one, right? That's the uh, thing. That's like, Who knows? No, Travis Kelsey's still going to be the number one. Kelsey's the one, yeah. Oh, but of course, in, of course. In terms of receivers, yeah. Uh, like we talked about Tyreek Hill earlier, 159 targets last year. So those have to go somewhere. And Kelsey was already getting a crazy volume anyway. I don't know that he gets that much more. But, yeah, where are those targets going? Are they going to Juju? Are they going to the next guy on this list? Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Sky Moore. They drafted a rookie, Sky Moore. Uh, they still have... Um, why am I drawing a blank on the other? McCole Hardman. 
Um, so I don't know. I mean, but again, 160 targets coming from Patrick Mahomes, that's a lot. That makes you fantasy relevant if you're the guy that's getting the majority of those uh, I feel like Mahomes targets. is the type of guy that just spreads it around. Like one week it'll be Michael Hardman, the next week, it'll, you know, like it's just one of those it's things. True, but Which that, is why Hill was kind of incon- – like he was still scoring a lot, but it was like he had those inconsistent weeks because the ball just went everywhere. And that, But that offense is so great that you just want any piece you can get. Um, within reason, obviously. So real quick, we're talking about ages. How old do you think Juju Smith-Schuster is? 23. Like 25, but he had, okay. a, like, a, an, at age 21, he had, like, the crazy year with Pittsburgh yeah. when they had him. So, like, we've seen him do it before, which is why I have a little more confidence in him. And obviously playing with Roethlisberger the last couple of years, he's on the downside of his career. So yeah, talk about upgrading maybe quarterback. Maybe improved I mean, quarterback. I assume, yeah, maybe that kind of reignites Juju playing it. the slot in Kansas? I would assume so. Yeah. That's kind of kind of what he's what he's done um, in the past. And, yeah, I don't because know exactly when he, what that looks like. Because when they moved him outside is when he didn't do well. Right, his best well, season came from the slot. In yeah, but also, like you said, like Roethlisberger was already on his way out. So Yeah, so I, I mean, if you had to pick a Kansas City receiver, is he the one you're taking? I don't know. It's, I mean, it, you know, we're doing our draft uh, this weekend, and so it's going to be interesting because there, there's the only yeah. game that's been played is the Hall of Fame game. So you right. want to see a little bit more before. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm not sure right now. I would probably draft him over anyone else because I've seen what he can do. Right. But I think, like we said, we're not taking any of them too high, but what, one of the Kansas City receivers probably finishes 20th or so, right? Yeah. And just which one is it going to be? Marquise Valdez, Scantling, Green Bay to Kansas City, another one. Yeah, same thing. Not much here. He's kind of a deep yeah, shot guy. Didn't do a ton with Aaron Rodgers. If he can hold on to the ball, he would yeah, be good. Stone hands for sure. But so. let's move on. Devontae Parker, <laughs> Miami to New England. I think that's a good move for uh, New England because you got Mac Jones. He's, you know, settling in. He's kind of finally starting to get comfortable. They're like developing him pretty well, you know. He's not a great quarterback, but he could be. You know, he's he's uh, he's on better track than, like, Baker Mayfield. You know what I mean? Like, he's on a better track. So he could be good. And I think this, this was a good move is bringing Devontae Parker on because he's, like, a veteran receiver. He kind of knows, you know, he, he probably helps and stuff. He knows what's going on and stuff. So I think that was a good move in, in real football. In fantasy football, I mean, he, again, do you think he's going to be number one there? He should. I, I think Miami, I, I, he probably should be number one. I think Miami is going to be – an interesting offense to watch this season. We're talking about New England. <laughs> I'm sorry. New England Came is going to be an Miami. interesting. Miami also <laughs> both interesting. Of them, yes, both of them I mean, you were right about Miami. Argument. You were right about Miami, but. Yeah, I'm with you. I think he's the number one guy there. Um, how much are they going to throw? They ran the ball a ton last year. Yeah. But Mac Jones, I think as they get more comfortable with him, they'll throw the ball more. That's right, yeah. I think and he's, maybe he's, he's gonna, the beneficiary yeah. of those targets. And I think, I think uh, he's going to be a, a better quarterback. He seems like a, a, bright, a, a bright kid. And, and that offense, if he can learn it. They got a chance. Um, all right. Robert Woods is the last one here. The Rams to the Titans. Not a whole lot. Again, they lost A.J. Brown. So for the sake of when Tennessee throws the football, they're going to have to throw it to somebody. And Woods has been a very productive player in his career. Um, he's kind of a, a chain mover, catches a lot of first downs, not a big play guy. He'll catch a lot of volume. So I think there's some fantasy relevance here. Um, not somebody that's going to jump off the page, but somebody that, like, if you had to start him on a bye week, you're not disappointed by because he's going to catch six for 60, and you hope he gets in the end zone. Yeah, he's, he's a, a decent depth op- option. I wouldn't have him as your starter if, if you can. <laughs> you can, unless you're in a, what, 
16 team league or something. Right. All right. Can I add one more wide receiver? Yeah. I, I wrote down since the last week. Just I actually wanted to talk to you guys about this. Julio Jones to Tampa. What are your oh, thoughts yeah, on that? Oh, yeah, he got picked up. Yeah. I think he's like the... Oh, um, man. Uh, it's, it's good for Tampa since they lost, you know, Brown and, uh, and uh, Gronk, you know? So they need... They needed somebody else, and you go out and you get a guy like this, and it's like, well, he's an old guy now. He gets hurt a lot. He can't really keep up with with the game anymore. But when he's out there, you still have to keep your eye on him. He's still going to be a distraction, and that's all you need. And it's great. If he's out there being a distraction, that's all you need. And it's great because he, if he's on the team and he sees that Brady's still playing, he's like, damn, I, bet, I guess I better get on the, on the field there. And that's my thought, too. And obviously, Chris Godwin, I, I think he tore, he's coming off an injury from last yeah. year, broke his foot or something yeah. like that. Uh, Mike Evans seems to pull a hamstring like every day. So I think he, if he they already can, did, I think. Yeah, he already did <laughs> yeah. in like the first week of training camp. So if you can just have two of those three guys out there at all times, I think that's what you want for Tom Brady. But. Um, I don't imagine all three of those guys playing the entire season, right? So just kind of insurance for each other, yeah. I think. Yeah, uh, Tampa Bay, uh, they're going to have – they're going to be Tampa Bay, same as last year. All right, let's move on to rookie – oh, no, one more. Let's do one more. This Khalil is a homer pick here. Mack. <laughs> Khalil Mack, defensive end, Chicago to the Chargers. What does this do to their team, to their offense, to their defense – feel like it just boosts their ego <laughs> right i mean they're like oh we got this guy and he's good he's good but when the raiders release him and he went to chicago he definitely dropped like he wasn't as good as they thought he was gonna be they paid him a lot of money and he did do well but he didn't he wasn't like outstanding i don't think you know yeah i'm I think it certainly helps. The Chargers need some help on defense. They're, they've got a young quarterback um, on a rookie contract, so it's, you can spend money elsewhere when you have the kind of cheap quarterback. So I think it's certainly going to help their defense. Um, and I think, yeah, that team has some big aspirations, and I think he can certainly uh, help them go in the right direction. I think in that division, it's going to come down to defense. I mean, obviously offense, but they're all capable on offense to get the job done. And if they do, then who has the better defense? That's what it's going to come I think that, that, that's a great point, too. I think that division's so good, and their quarterbacks are so good, right? With Mahomes and Wilson and Cars, you've got to be able to rush the passer, and that's what he's going to do for them. All right, moving on to rookies. Uh, what do we got here? Number one, let's start with quarterbacks here. There's really one quarterback on our list. Kenny Pickett, who will be a starter in Pittsburgh. Is he? Maybe. Well, uh, maybe. maybe. We'll yeah. We don't even know I, yet. He might not. And, yeah. if, and if we're not sure if he's starting yet, uh, when he's going up against uh, Mitchell Trubisky, <laughs> then, then yeah. you know. Even if he was starting, I mean, would that, you draft him? <laughs> that's that's, yeah, I don't itself. think so. Unless like, you're in like think. a two-quarterback league or something yeah. crazy, you're not even really thinking about it. But that kind of shows how bad the quarterback class was this year. Yes. Uh, running backs. Brees Hall, New York Jets. He's going to be one that will be drafted. And he's going pretty early in the draft. Uh, I'd say be careful because uh, we see how Jets running backs do. Even if they're good in, in New York, they're not good. So especially a rookie, I mean, he's going to try really hard, but that doesn't mean he's going to get anywhere, you know? Super talented. Um, but they also took a rookie last year, Michael Carter, who was pretty good. Um, he I might, had him. Yeah, he I might take him. more of the passing down role and might be the starter for the beginning of the year before Hall takes over. But they're super high on Bryce Hall. They wouldn't take him – or Brees Hall. They wouldn't take him that – um, that high if they weren't. So I think there's certainly a plan for him, but I don't know that he's the unquestioned starter from week one. I think that's going to be something that you see uh, later in the season. And again, that Jets offense 
who knows what you're going to get out of that. Here's what you do. If yeah, you, I mean, Le'Veon Bell didn't do anything there. Yeah, Le'Veon, uh, Le'Veon Bell was pretty old. <laughs> if if you're in your draft and you have the option to take someone who is similar to Brees Hall, let the guy who's the fan of the Jets take him. That's what I say. That's what I say. Take the other guy. Are are there fans of the Jets? Good point. Uh, okay, you're gonna have to take Brees Hall. <laughs> so okay, let me let me ask you guys this then. I'm looking at fantasy pros rankings just to get an idea. Yeah. So who would you take of the guys that are right around him? So it's. Elijah Mitchell, San Francisco, Brees Hall, and then Antonio Gibson. Which one of those three would you take if you had to pick one? I would take Mitchell. Um, Even though you're like, well, he's going to get hurt. But but when he's I, playing, he's, he's I good. Mean, the, the thing about it is San Francisco, you never know what's going to happen there. You never know who's going to start. But but they run. Yeah, you want a piece of that offense. I think I would have to take Elijah Mitchell. Yeah, so I think well. that, that's kind of where you're at. You're at this point with a lot of question marks, and so you're just kind of picking, like, which one do you trust the most, right, in that, in that range. Kenneth Walker, running back. For the Seahawks. The same thing here. I don't know. He's kind of in a timeshare, too. Rashad Penny had a big close to the year last year. Yeah. Um, Seattle's going to absolutely suck this year. So I don't know how much they're going to be winning games. They're going to be running the ball late. I think they're going to be um, throwing the ball because they're losing a lot in the yeah. second half of games. So is he going to be a better pass catcher than Rashad Penny? Maybe. But I'm not sure there's a lot of rushing value for Kenneth Walker. Super talented guy, going to be the running back of the future there, but not sure there's much uh, value there this year. Yeah, if they still had Russ at quarterback, then I'd say that that's a much better pick, but you're right. They're not going to be running the ball. They're going to be passing. Moving on to wide receivers, Drake London with the Falcons. I don't know what to expect from the Falcons. <laughs> like there's, that's... Speaking of teams, yeah, who aren't going to be very good, but yeah. maybe that's why they're good. So they're going to be down. They'll be throwing the ball. But, again, Marcus Mariota, their quarterback, not sure they're going to get a ton there. But they needed wide receivers. Calvin Ridley suspended for the year, um, and they literally have nobody else, minus you know Kyle Pitts, their first-round tight end from last year. So they've got to throw the ball to somebody. He's probably the number one guy. He's a top-ten pick. Um, somebody's got to catch passes there, and I'm assuming it's got to be him. I uh, I think Kyle Pitts is going to get a lot of of the uh, air play over there, but I do like Drake London. Uh, you know, I watched him last year with USC a bit, um, but it's the NFL, man. It's going to be tough. They're going to be a bad team, and they're going to be passing. So that's a good. I feel like thing about Mariota, it. if and when they get in the red zone, Mariota's going to be pulling like a the uh, run. He does run. Quite yes, a bit I, in the I red was going to say he's gonna, yeah he's going to be uh, pulling a uh, a Superman. What's his name? Forgettable Cam Newton. Cam Newton for the the forgettable Cam Newton. Yeah, yeah, the thing about London, he's he's a big body guy. You mentioned him at, at USC. He's like six four, two thirty, like big box you out kind of guy. Go up and catch ball. So I think in the red zone, um, when Mariota's not running, uh, trying to run it in, I think they might be throwing him some jump balls and some fades. So I think he he might have more touchdowns than we think this year. Chris Olav, wide receiver, New Orleans Saints. Yeah, is he the number one? <sighs> New Orleans is an interesting team to me also. Um, is Michael Thomas going to play this year? Who knows, right? They signed Jarvis Landry, who's kind of a possession guy. They drafted, yeah, Chris Olave in the first round um, out of Ohio State. He's a very successful receiver there. So uh, Jameis Winston, the quarterback, right? So it's just like kind of an absolute wild card. Um, certainly they thought highly of him to take him in the top half of the first round. But again, I don't know where all the targets are going to go. And you don't know, you know which team Jameis is going to be throwing it to. When he throws it at his team, though, it should be pretty good. <laughs> I mean, it, that's what it always was like, you know. It's like if when he was on, he was on. But how much of that was like his receivers doing it for him? 
Yeah, I mean, if he is number one, he's going to – it's his first year in the NFL, and I'm not sure what their schedule looks like, but that's it, going to be rough for the Saints this year, I think. Garrett Wilson, wide receiver, the Jets. Yeah, so he's the, high, uh, the college teammate of Chris Olave, uh, both from Ohio State. Again, another first-round pick, super high in the draft. Um, again, we're talking about the Jets' offense, so not a ton of upside here, but they're young, and they're actually pretty talented, right? Obviously, second-year quarterback, Zach Wilson. They drafted the first-round running back, Brees Hall, this year, first-round receiver, Garrett Wilson. So they're building a core there of young guys. I'm just you know, not sure how long it's going to take for them to kind of gel and, and be uh, fantasy-relevant. Well, I think like the question is, what does their O-line look like? Well, they had uh, one of their tackles actually got hurt today, too. So, so it looks looking good. All right. <laughs> right. Looking like J-E-T-S football <laughs> once again. Uh, rebuild uh, doesn't usually work out in the first year, so keep that in mind. Traylon Burks, wide receiver for the Titans. Yeah, so he's kind of the A.J. Brown replacement, kind of a, a bigger dude um, expected to kind of um, take over that wide receiver one role. We talked about Robert Woods earlier, so I think these would be kind of the two main receivers there. But again, Tennessee, not a great passing offense. Uh, they'll probably still pound the rock with Henry again this year. Um, so hard to trust this rookie. He's had some issues in camp, too, with, um, I don't know if he has, like, asthma. He's had some, like, breathing issues where he's had to, like, come out of plays and things like that. So um, not a ton of upside here for me. Uh, probably not a guy you'll see on my team. Yeah, I don't think I'll be drafting him. Uh, in most or if not all of my leagues um tennessee i mean if you can get derrick henry great you know other than that who knows that's kind of where it is right now here we go sky Moore, wide receiver kansas city we talked about him a little bit earlier yeah he's another one of the wild cards i mean somebody in kansas city is taking the targets from Ty- tyree kill as you mentioned we talked about it earlier um, there's been a lot of kind of good reports about him. He's been taking some handoffs out of the backfield as well. So they're kind of being versatile with him. Um, so again, if, if you're taking a shot at a Kansas city receiver, I don't think this is one, um, you know, what, why not him? Like why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah why but, not? I, I like sky Moore. Uh, I'm pretty sure people will, will take him before me in, in most drafts, but if he falls, uh, that's someone who I will target. Uh, Christian Watson, wide receiver for the Packers. Is he who's on the Packers now? I don't yeah, <laughs> obviously so Lazard. Alan Lazard. And then Lazard's going to be and the running backs. Who? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So again, same thing. Devontae Adams and 190 targets, or have they got to go somewhere? So it's insane. Uh, is Watson going to be the guy? I don't know. Rodgers never really trusts r- rookie receivers, so we'll see. I, uh, but again, Rodgers is great yeah, quarterback. Yeah, like, so uh, it's like rookie receiver. Alan Lazard. Uh, yeah. it's, it's a tough I mean, choice. I think Alan Lazard has the potential to do very well this year, but the key word is potential. <laughs> we just have to wait and see, you know? Absolutely. And so you either take a shot on him or you don't. Uh, all right, so out of all those, who's your number one rookie of the 2022 draft class? When it's all said and done at the end of the season, who's going to have the most points? Is it going to be Brees Hall? Gonna be Drake London, gonna be Sky Moore. What do you think, Chris Ola Olave? I think if I had to pick, it's tough. I think I'd say Drake London, just because we know he's gonna be a starter from week one. They're gonna be a terrible team. They're gonna throw the ball. Um, my other option would have been Brees Hall, but I don't know that he's the guy from the get go. So I think just having that kind of defined role um, that Drake London's gonna have, I think just based on number of games he's gonna play as a starter, as opposed to Brees Hall. I'd probably have to go with Drake London. Yeah, I think I, I agree with Drake London. Uh, I think Sky Moore has a chance uh, to be that kind of Tyreek 
and he can maybe go off if they use him in, in the right ways in their offense. Uh, you know, just gels. I'm gonna I'm gonna go a different direction and say Kenneth Walker. I thought you were gonna say Kenny Pickett. <laughs> oh, Kenneth Walker. Um, like you said, maybe not a lot of you know rushing opportunities there, but also Rashad Penny gets hurt a lot. So I think he's going to have more he's, opportunity. He's actually being then. drafted right around where Penny is, too, I believe. So. Well, because it's kind of like, first of all, it's going to be a timeshare, in my opinion, just off the bat. And then if they do b- fall behind, then they're both kind of screwed. But as soon as Penny gets hurt, this is the only guy left. So I think he's going to get a lot more play than than a lot of people think, you know? So who knows? But But I think I'm going to go with him. All right. Toughest division in the NFL. Easy. No, Easy. yeah. No no question. Yeah, I think we're all, we're all going to talk about the same thing, and it's uh, AFC West, right? Yeah, AFC West, no doubt about it. I think you could see all four teams in the division finish over 500. Um, they all have a chance to make the playoffs. Um, I think we were talking about this earlier. I, you could tell me any order of finish, and I would believe you. I think any team could win the division. Any team could finish last in the division. And I think it's all within, like, two games of each other. They're just going to beat up on each other. They're going to be really good. Games are going to be high scoring. The offenses are good. The quarterbacks are good. I'm really excited. You know, being on the West Coast, we're going to, the one o'clock slate of games is going to be awesome every single week. The uh, uh, the moves, all the moves in the offseason just made it. I think a little like bit. They were more all trying even. to top each other. Yeah, like on paper, it's even. I mean, we're going to see how. how Except it, Kansas City, maybe. Well, Kansas City is always going to be great. I mean, yeah, but but they lost Tyreek, you know, and so that's a big that's deal. What I'm saying, and we don't even know. Moves. I don't even know all the defensive. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that the teams. Um, gained and lost multiple people. But, yeah, it's going to be a very tough division. How many teams make the playoffs? I think it's a lock for three. Yeah, that's what Uh I was going to say. Three for sure. Can four? I'm not shocked. Four is hard because they're going to be beating up on each other so much. Yeah, exactly. But, like, I'd I'd be shocked if three of the teams don't make the playoffs. The only thing is the AFC is loaded. Yes, um, they, are, they are. AFC is, I think, way better than the NFC. I think you can kind of get to 9, 10, 11 teams you can see in the playoffs. NFC, I'm, like, struggling after two or three. Um, so that's the only thing is that the AFC is tough. If, if you put that AFC West in the NFC, I would say all four, no matter what. Yeah. But being in the AFC, I think it's going to be tough. All right. Uh, that's all we got. Any Anything else that anybody wants to talk about? Any uh well, oh Miami. So what do you think about the uh the loss of draft picks over there in Miami? Yeah, uh I, I read a little on that story. So it had to do a lot with them um talking to Tom Brady and I think that was when his whole like he kind of retired but didn't retire in the off season um was while he was kind of talking to them about potentially coming to be a part owner and also I think be their quarterback. So um yeah, definitely a huge loss. Um, as a first round draft pick for next year, but um, I'm sure this stuff happens all the time, and that one kind of just happened to to get out there. And but again, it was a weird off season story with Brady announcing his retirement without saying he was retiring. That whole story was funky, um, and obviously this was a, a a big part of that. But um, yeah, I think it was a big loss for them, and uh, I think they'd much rather have Tom Brady than Tua as their quarterback. Well, I mean, if they lose draft pick, but they get Tom Brady next year, I guess you know. <laughs> It's a win for them, right? Absolutely. All right. Thanks for being here with us, the Fantasy Football Fools podcast. We'll be back next week. What are we talking about next week, guys? We're talking about 
uh, the top five teams in 2022. Football. Draft strategies, some breakout sleepers, values, and busts. We're here to help you or hurt you with your fantasy team. We'll see how, what happens. Don't be a fool. Stay in school. <laughs> Bye-bye.